This is The Industry. A show built by the working class for the working class. If you have a job, this is the podcast for you. Here is your host, Levi Jett. I, I have to say, I, I love that intro. Why are you laughing already? <laughs> if you have a job, this is the show for you. <laughs> but if you don't have a job, don't watch this. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Keep your unemployed ass somewhere else. <laughs> uh, how's it going? I'm good, man. <laughs> I am good. How was your birthday bash? Good. Not bad. Um, I don't know. So, like, put it this way. I, I had such strong feelings on it that last week's episode was pretty much just my rant about Vegas. Um, yeah, it, it was just – it wasn't what I expected, I guess. I mean, I, I just – you see movies, you see shows, you see all this, you know, stuff about Vegas growing up and not realizing that – you know, you couldn't even have any fun there until you were like 18 or 21 anyway. So, you know, that, that buildup is so long. And then once you become of age, then it's okay. You know, living in Indiana, I mean, that's a trip. So it's all right. Now you got to figure out, you know, how you're going to get to Vegas for a trip. And some of my friends over the years have taken, you know, trips here and there. But again, you know, like I've always said that I've wanted to bring enough money with me you know, you don't want to bring, you know, just a couple hundred bucks to gamble on and then be out of money in the first couple of hours you're there. Like that's a real <laughs> kick in the nuts. So you need to, you know, you need to bring you know, a few thousand dollars if you're like me to where you can really, you know, have be able to gamble and lose the whole time if that's what happens. But I, I don't want to have to stop gambling because I'm out of money. I want to have to stop gambling because my flight's leaving, you know? <laughs> oh yeah. I, but I yeah, I mean, other than that though, man, wasn't bad. Um, you know, food was good. Drinks were good. Um, weather was really nice. Weather was like, I don't know, high seventies, low eighties. Um, you know, that real dry, um, uh, dry weather, uh, some light winds too. I mean, it, it was, it was picture perfect. I would go back just for the weather. Not bad. Uh, all right. So big news really this week in our industry is the formal announcement from East coast facilities that they are getting or they are entering the um the managed services the the subcontracted type of stuff that's what they're doing um so right away i mean what what's your immediate review when you heard this information um i was clapping man um I feel like it was it's it's needed. Um, someone that is 
for the subcontractors, for the clients. I think that that has been needed in this industry. Um, the same, you know, big, big players have been in control and, you know, now it's, it's changing. Like he said, he's not coming in, you know, he's and taking everything, but he wants that piece of the pie and Hey man, that's awesome. Yeah, no, I mean, I, he had me clapping too. Um, a, a lot of his viewpoints of just kind of how, you know, really resonates with me. I'm sure it does you more because being a small business owner um, and, and being on, you know, company that, you know, may get taken advantage of. Um, but to me, like that's, that's huge, man. I mean, like that's really up so many different companies by, mm-hmm. by doing that. Um, and it's not a, you're going to have all these, all this work to give them. It's more about the, the relationship that you're bringing to the table that you're going to, this is, you know, a sensible contract looks like this is what, you know, sensible payment for this scope of work looks like. And I mean, to me, that's something that, you know, absolutely sorely needed um, across the industry of managed services. Well, and and his way of doing it is he's pulling the chair out for you and he's at the table and he's like, hey, man, here, have a seat. Instead of with other companies, it's. Hey, I'll record it for you here. I'm going to sit at the table. You you wait over there somewhere and I'll let you know what they say. You know, like that's. That's a game changer, man. It really is. And you, you've yeah. already seen it. Like on LinkedIn, you know, you could see it where companies are like, man, I wouldn't be able to get this contract if it wasn't for FC, you know, and that's to see that right away is, is crazy. He's, he's serious. You know, he, he wants to change the game. He wants to bring small players to the table. And man, I mean, it's, it's time. I mean, we're more than capable of doing this, you know. Yeah, I mean, you would think um, it, it's really cool that you don't have to sign non compete. Um, you know, that's something that old kind of with some of the contracts I've seen where that non compete in there. And, you know, because again, I mean, at what level are you going to enforce that? Um, because, you know, a lot of times these management companies, you know, like they're uh, a a fleeting relationship. You know, they might have that account for two or three years, but that guy that's there living in that zip code, you know, he's going to have the opportunity to take that contract for 20, mm-hmm. 30, 40. And just because you came in and, you know, we're in and out. Now this guy can't work for him for the next 28 years. Come on. Um, so, you know, having, having the brakes put, on the non-compete that's pretty awesome and then something else that i like you know the facility care um posted something on linkedin talking about a a sweeping contract with nelts um in the chicago land area and you know talking about that they don't want the provider to hide their brand and their reputation from who they're servicing 
you know, that, that everything is so up and up level of, Hey, this is what we're doing. Like, this is who we're working with. And this is why the job's going to get done. Um, that's pretty, pretty impressive too, I think. Well, and, and they're not afraid to, to have that relationship with other, um, competitors in the industry. I mean, Nelts, I, I put it up there with ECF, you know, and for him to, to be able to, to build that relationship with Nelts in a city where Nelts, I don't even think has a brick and mortar yet, or I'm, you know, I'm, 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 I'm not sure I've seen them. Like I've talked to you before. I I've seen a truck around, um, in the suburbs, but it, um, that I know that they have like a, an office or anything out here. I, I don't know of that, but that's to build that relationship with a company like that. That's similar to his company is, is pretty cool. He's not, he's not afraid. He's, he wants his competitors to, to be there in the same level with him. And that's, I think that's awesome. So something that, okay. So do you think this is, a disruption to the status quo. I think so, a hundred percent. And it's it, it's funny because you hear the chatter going on um, from other people in in the industry, and it's like some companies are scared. And <laughs> it's funny because he's not like he said he's not going after. You know, he's not going after companies. He just he just wants a seat at the table. But people see it as a threat, and I think that's funny. Me too. Um, but I think that it's you know there, there's not a lot of regulation in in this type of business. Um, you know, most of these companies don't have many people to answer to outside of the end customer, and you know. If the end customer is used to a, you know, rotating service um, between five or six different companies out there, I mean, then that's something they're used to. So they're not going to, um, you know, create a huge stink over it anyway. Um, but, you know, to me, I mean, the status quo right now, you know, the way things are done and it, if you're a company, you got nothing to worry about. I mean, this isn't a blanket statement to every single company out there, but there are companies who, you know, the relationships, the, the, the type of business that they offer, it leaves both the end client and, you know, the subcontractor, the sub provider, you know, hurting and, you know, no one wins. And that's something that, you know, uh, Joshua said that I, I you know, uh, really hit home was, you know, he, he wants to create a, you know, again, a win-win-win type of environment, type of situation. Um, and I mean, that's pretty awesome. I mean, I, I think that, um, you know, company I work for, Caliber, you, you know, I, I think that they do a good job of, you know, following type environment. And again, like that's for having success too. Um, but there's plenty of companies out there, um, and I, you know, I think he, you know, kind of named a few or, well, close to naming a few um, that, you know, are, are probably really, really. Short. Yeah. And even then, like he, the companies he named, he's like, well, you know, some of their contracts aren't the contracts I'm looking for. 
you know, he's looking for specific clients. And I think that's that's how you grow responsibly, you know, looking for specific clients, you know, your your space in the industry and you know who you want to provide services for. And, you know, that's that's what he's 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 following something that he's been successful at uh, with ECF. And now he's bringing it to the facility uh, management industry. And it's it's really awesome. Like I said, man, I keep saying the word awesome. And it is. Um, I'm excited. Um, I always thought the facility management industry was a bit shady. Um, once I started working in the industry, because before, like I, like I said in other episodes, I didn't know anything about the facility management industry or the management industry um, until I started working for right. them. And, you know, and, and, the, Nor did so I. some of the employees, some of the employees that work there, you know, they're not, they're not, you know, working there to, to burn the, you know, the the subcontractor, you know, like I truly wanted to help the subcontractor when I no. worked for the company I worked for, you know, and I would go to bat for that subcontractor 100%. and I would try to get them paid and I would try to get them as much money as I can on my end while still making the, the company money. Like I wasn't, I wasn't. When I was out, you know, when I, when we were buyers in a way of helping, um, I mean, I wasn't looking to win, you know, a prize for, you know, making the money X amount, you know, the company X amount of money. Like I was in the game to make my subcontractor X amount of money and make the contract uh, worth it for him, you know. But it's 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 hard. Yeah, you know, I mean, with, with the, some of the the, the, the game the, was. The game was that, you know, you need to spend the money that's going to get the guy to be able to do it. Um, and in situation, you don't get a, a bonus or, you know, something for keeping margins at a certain level. Um, you know, nothing we ever heard about. So really just for matter of okay you know i i i don't want to pay the you know at our best margin that it's going to take you know another something to really get this this job done or or at least you can get closer to you to me because you know uh those prices uh, whether it's the best margin or whether it's the uh the bottom margin um, it still is not enough money. No, that's true. So I'm looking at, you know, just thinking about the regulation um, part of all this, you know, uh, you know, if it's able to go out and uh, accomplish what he, He's wanting to. I think that that's the beginning of of some of the um, some regulation. Uh, you know, we we you know I've talked about some ideas. You know, kind of off the record um, about ways to bring some regulation. Um, but you know, I mean, it's probably couple years out anyway 
Um, but it, it being sad to consistently screw over a a business and and that's what you do every day and i think with the fc you know people working for working for fc aren't going to have to be doing that well no because he's he's going to teach these small companies um how to actually do business like he said he it's going to be a network of people helping people contractors helping contractors oh you don't know how to calculate your overhead here someone in your area knows how to do it or someone that's willing to hop on a video conference with you will show you how to how to work out your overhead how to come up with a number that you need to be making how to you know do whatever you need to do in your 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 the, your company and that i think it's great and i mean i even looked into their application form like i was going through it um and man the questions they ask you it's it's really like it's very detailed it's nothing like really because with other, with other companies you go you write your, your you know your email your name a little bit of info and really that's it someone calls you it's like hey i have this contract blah blah blah. you know it's this it's this you know this is what we have to do this is what we need from you that's it with this man it's like you have to check a bunch of boxes like you have to be serious if you're not serious it's not like you're gonna get you're not gonna be able to join like it's for people that take yeah. business serious and want to you know grow in in their industry and and grow their company i mean that's really really awesome and i mean it's funny because you know for for a while now you know not you know not the fc stuff um they have been very much a talking point you know throughout the industry what they're doing and you know people watching and people paying attention um and you know it's it's another cool thing to hear uh, the care that they prioritize with their frontline workers um Mm -hmm. the guys out there getting the job done and you know i'm not sure necessarily what they do or how they do it but you know i've i've heard that you know they um the goal is to make them a retirement nest so to speak you know to um to to get them benefits and and to show them say investing probably you know to one day they can you know retire um from the industry where i'm gonna guess you know not not of um you know don't have any um care for doing something like that no man i mean locally it's you know, you go to these big players, and I call them big players because it's it's companies that, you know, handle big contracts and and you know multi million dollar companies. You know, they don't offer health insurance. You know, some of them don't offer four hundred one k, and and I'm not talking about their full time employees. All all uh, office personnel get those benefits, but I'm talking about the guys in the field. The guys in the field do not get any benefit whatsoever. And like he said, these are guys that are immigrating to this country that don't have the money, that don't have 
the means to try to get health insurance to try to you know start a retirement plan because they come here to make money like that's their retirement plan is hey i'm going to go to this country make as much money as i can and live off of that you know while when i get old but you know they it's it's people they get taken advantage of man and it's funny when when i first heard of of joshua is when we were working in the industry and um our manager at the time was like hey man like look into this guy like he's he's throwing shade at everyone in you know in the management uh world and you know like he's he just talks and you know he doesn't know what he's talking about so you know me being you know uh, a loyal person I, I looked into him and i was you know like i got a little offended but the more and more i i read what he was what he was doing in his plans and how he treated his people man it aligned with everything that i believe in and everything that i've been trying to do on my end um locally here you know is, is try to bring some sort of benefit or, or some sort of something to the guys that are actually doing this work you know for multi-million dollar companies you know everyone else that sits like i said that's full-time sits in an office or you know including the owner you know they have all these benefits and these guys that are making them the money you know they don't have anything and it's it's crazy but it's that's the truth man and and what he's doing is is awesome and like i said all i could do is applaud and and hope this dude you know makes it and he is man he's he's doing he's doing it and he's he's doing it right yeah it's you you notice it a lot differently when oh i mean you're you're talking to someone like yourself like i say you know who's got a small business who understands that again you know if the frontline workers are not being treated like the office workers and you know you you call a group of people in the office operations staff and you know i mean it, true to a point but you're real off of the people actually working to get the job um and you know those people those people deserve a seat at the table and they deserve you know the the, the, the same stuff the same um the same chances the same um oh benefits what i'm looking for mm-hmm. uh, the same as you know the staff i mean it's just it's something that it glad it happen but it's sad that you know like it's taken this to happen and not only that, but like you said, I mean, like there's, there's haters out there, you know, look at, you know, what's happening over there with kind of a, you know, a slanted eye, if you will. And, um, you know, I, I, I really just don't understand it because again, going back to, you know, our, our ticker down here, good service companies have nothing to worry about, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the companies out there that are doing it the right way. And I mean, again, you have, you have nothing to worry about. Like this guy is not going to be able to come and really grab your market share because you're already doing a good job. You're doing, you know, what he's advertising he'll do. So it's, it's kind of a tie at that point. Um, it's the, it's the people out there that again, are, are, are doing exactly what he claims some companies are doing. Those are the ones that again, I'm sure having a hard time sleeping, um, as this thing continues to grow. 
Um, but no, but even the, then, the, 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 the sh- yeah, but even then, like he's he's not going after the companies that are chasing small retail, and you know what we talked about last, the the other episode. You know, he's not he's not going after these sure. companies. He's going for. Uh, cream of the crop you know like he he wants good paying contracts and i think he's gonna get them yeah me too um especially you know when you're able to show because you know if you're in the sub manager or subcontracting game what those subcontractors think of you and <clears throat> if you're able to Show your customer how you're doing at work. You know, this is what we're, we're doing frontline operations employees. It, it, it's strategy. I mean, you're going to look way better than the competition. You know, be, even before you get into technology or, you know, your equipment, your offices. None of that matters. You know, if, if you're able to come out swing that, it's going to be really, really, really hard to uh, bat against that opinion. Not, you know, not only that, like, the way he's building his, his sub-network is phenomenal, man. Like, who, who does that? You know, who, who, who's going to do, who's going to take the time to invest or invest time into teaching these guys what they need to know. And I mean, really that's smart on his end because, you know, the, the application you have to fill to, to join uh, FC, um, I mean, you're weeding out the bet, the bad subcontractors and you're getting good, reliable guys that, you know, are out there and going to do quality work. And you know what, what that's going to save you at the end time in looking at pictures and be like, man, is this guy really doing his job? Think about it. If you're an account manager with FC and all your subs are reliable and they all do the same quality work, like that makes your job hell of a lot easier. Not only that, it saves personnel. Cause think about all the people we needed to make sure the, the contracts were getting fulfilled. You know, like that was a lot of people. Think about it. And, and if you have good subs, you need half of that, if that, you know? No, you do. And, and, and it's something that you can do to that relationship. You're always going to have, I mean, a, a, an e- easier time is doing everything um something you'll hear a lot is you know a a good provider will you know do anything for you um and i i are the good relationship will get you anything that you want and that's really what it is i mean and again you know he's you know, East Coast facilities, uh, facilities care, they're tip of the spear, you know, when it comes to, um, you know, treating their people right and, and building this the right way. Um, again, you know, other companies out there, they, they, they've work to do. Um, 
figure out how they're going to stay relevant um, and, and really ever be able to to go to the same hotel. Um, so kind of moving on a little bit, um, you know, got some, got some new branding here going on with the podcast, uh, the dressed up versions of me and Carlos down there at the bottom, along with our social media and stuff. Um, we are brought to you by jet facility, uh, consultants, my company, um, but, and then, you know, we're, we're just testing some stuff out on this new platform. Um, before we used Riverside FM and it, it was okay. Um, but, you know, we wanted a little bit something more out of it. And um, noticed that the, the folks over at Coffee at the Peak um, used StreamYard. So we, you know, looked into, into this platform to see what it could do for us. And, you know, so far we like it pretty well. And, you know, Something else that we're going to do is kind of overall shorten the times of our podcast down um, to be kind of focused heavily on one topic and then, you know, kind of remove um, the fluff or anything else. So um, really want to keep it around about a 30 minute podcast, which we're coming up on really soon. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to catch us, and um, as always, we enjoyed having you. You're listening to The Industry, a show built by the working class for the working class. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you're at it, help us spread the word by leaving a rating and review. Thanks for listening to The Industry, a show built by the working class for the working class. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. While you're at it, help us spread the word.